Is it on? It's on. Today we are here with the Foxing Around podcast on the 307.1. No, the 101.7, then 98.9, the 106.4. And here they are. Is the mic up? Let's get the mic up there. Hello? How are you guys? Good. Had a crazy morning this morning trying to get everything set up. Can you record on your device? Because I can't. How do I do? Do you know how to do that? Um, I'm trying to find it. Channel security. Share screen. Maybe click on participants and go to more. Maybe. Hide all. Allow participants to share the screen. Lock meeting waiting room. Uh. I'm new to the Zoom thing. Uh, it's not letting me do anything. Share content. Screen, iCloud Drive. The screen? Oh. Okay. Okay. Okay, I think I did it. Okay, I think I did it. Yeah, 
Okay, cool. So are we going to wait for uh, the other host, or do you just want to get started? Uh, I will ask him right now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think so. And Tira, she, and Tira, wasn't she funny? My baby daddy's in the street. <laughs> <laughs> she's all, she's all. My baby daddy is, my baby daddy's all in prison. <laughs> fucking prison wall <laughs> scotch tape left up and everything <laughs> fuck So you said you had class? Yeah. What? Yeah, I'm in school right now. Oh, what school do you go to? Old College. And where are you from? Um, from... I'm from Saskatchewan. I go to school in Alberta. Oh, okay. Yeah, we live in Montana, which is pretty much right on the border, so. Uh, okay. 
Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's just pause it, and then when he gets back, we'll just re we'll just restart it. Okay. Oh, cool. All right. So, so let's start out with like how you guys got together and created your podcast. you guys have like specific roles like with the podcast like does like one of you like go to the guests or one of you do does with the technical stuff um, it's like a group effort i'd say man like we all like it's not just me and river either like there's some other people that behind the scenes that help us out a lot too like helping you know send out merch or managing our social media accounts but yeah i would say like we all kind of just pitch in wherever is needed and we all just try our best to just make the podcast successful so it's not like you do this you do this you do this we're all just kind of putting in creative ways and different things to make the podcast successful right yeah but uh, that being said like but naturally ray is more of the talker and ray's more of the conversationalist i guess when it comes to what we are doing in the podcast like um yeah we we we, we really try to do everything 50 50 but like sometimes i'll be having a busy week due to school and stuff so then i'll be like great you're gonna have to take the reins a little bit more i'm busy and it's like okay i understand you'll take the reins a little bit more but like this week i'm a little bit more free so i can like ship stuff out right now and i i can work a little bit more on the podcast so it just tries it's just communication really always that's the easiest thing so going back to your merch do you guys so just because i i would like to have a hoodie a black do you guys have it in black yeah we got we got black hoodie well for, right now like as it sits we're completely sold out like we we like sold out every one of our hoodies so oh shit uh, we're gonna do a restock with like a little bit of black but maybe try some grays too we're not really sure we're just kind of like seeing what everyone else like sees and wants and then we'll probably try to tailor that to whatever the fans want like i even got a purple one on right now and so we can we can always like try some different colors and different things we're not really like stuck in one way or the other we want right experiment. um who are some of the people that have inspired you to create your guys's podcast i would say first man the guy that like kind of helped me along was a guy named nathan arias who um 
podcast called IOPS, and he was, like, bringing on people, like, a long time ago. Like, he was, like, deep in the podcast game. So that was one person that inspired me, but, like, fun in Dallas, fun, fun, what in Dallas, Waskey Hat, watching there. Uh, their uh, virtual round dance night was really cool and kind of inspired us or me anyways um, and yeah like Ryan McMahon's podcast like Red Man Laughing and um, th- there's just a few different podcasts that I think I've I've been drawn to like and me personally like I love Joey Diaz's podcast The Church of What's Happening Now right. that's one that I really enjoy watching so those are just a couple for me and Rivers probably got his own take on which ones um, inspiration. Honestly, it came from Ray. Um, I like, I listen to a lot of podcasts, but like, I never really believed that I could do it until Ray implanted that seed, that idea in my head that I could do it. And, uh, because, uh, the podcast I listen to, I take a little bit out of everything from each one of them. Like, sometimes I watch the Rogan podcast, sometimes I watch my friend Jay, uh, Jay Roberts' podcast, still, still here, still healing. Sometimes I, I, I watch a lot of fitness and sports podcasts that, that talk about like, um, like strength specificity and uh, talk about uh, a lot of misconceptions about wellness. So, yeah, just pulling it from each and every one of those, I was kind of inspired that I could do my own after they said. All right, so you so you guys you guys in other episodes I've heard of you guys you guys have a really good sense of humor, like most people like most native people do. Where do you think you guys get your sense of humor from? Well, from from the boys, like from the families, older cousins that are always roasting you, and you don't really got to come back. Or like you know, our dads, both of our dads, I feel like are extremely hilarious. We got uncles and older brothers and cousins and. Yeah, man, just like being in, being in, you know, being in the res mentality. Even though you're not, maybe you're not in the res, but like you joke around like you're in the res, and just to have that. Yeah, like me and River are funny, but like there's there's like older, like our older influences and role models are like way funnier than us, and they're like they'll be the ones roasting us. So we kind of like take from what they say, and then we try to try to apply it to ourselves. But yeah, I feel like man, it just it comes with just chilling with your homies like that that's the thing like me and river will always like that's how we always are just texting back and forth making stupid jokes making making res memes out of each other so <laughs> that's, that's where it comes from from me man yeah no same thing with race that it's just growing up getting roasted by my dad by my uncles by my older cousins by my older siblings and I, I, as I got older, I noticed that's where a lot of my sense of humor came from. Because now that I'm older, I recognize it. The stuff they joke about, like, I find hilarious. And then it's like, even though a lot of people who don't know me don't laugh at the same thing I do, it's just because they don't get it. But it's so funny to me. And a perfect example is that it's like moving to Olds um, for school here to play on the volleyball team over here it's uh like a lot of our teammates just don't get our jokes it, it's it's the rest humor they'll never get our jokes and um gotta accept it and like if they're getting a little bit better they laugh at some stuff but for the most part it's just it's just the native humor thing. i'm sure everybody can relate to that do you do 
when you guys got roasted as kids, did some of the roast kind of hit different and make you in your feels a little bit? Or did you guys just know, all right, I, gra- grandpa, grandpa, grandpa's just kidding. I'm going to let it go. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I'd be low key like pressed. <laughs> like I feel like never the same way. Like you grow up having to get tough skin. Yeah. Exactly. Pretty much the same thing that Ray said is you just after a while you just kind of laugh it off. You're like, yeah, this is my family roasting me. It is what it is, right? Like the world's gonna be a lot more worse than this. So in in a way, it's kind of your family just toughening you up for the real world. Okay, so this is a question that I've had a lot for a long time, and this is like a Montana native thing. I don't know if it's a Canada native thing. We say ho a lot, like ho, but do you guys say that too? Yeah, we use ho or like da is another one. Yeah, da or like right. Okay, good, because I was a bunch of me and my friends were like, "Fuck, is the dialect there? Is the native dialect there different from the native dialect here?" What have been what have been some of the best moments on your guys' show? things so it's like 
like like River said, like man, we could call Adam Beach and be like, hey bro, like we need some advice or something, you know, like or we can talk to Tanya Joe Hall and like she'll make us laugh or you know like Fawn and Dallas are, are really good to like tap into too and ask about you know their journeys and stuff. So I would say more than anything, yeah, just like the connections that we're making with the guests. And, and just kind of moving that forward like even Vincent Short man like that's our little nephew now you know like we love Vincent Short and and, um, and we got that connection through the Fox and Out podcast so and that's, that's something I'm always like really really blessed to, to think about and that's crazy that you guys had Vincent on the show because I went to school and I was friends with I used to hang out with his sister Cece all the time and if you guys were on my live just a couple of minutes ago me and Tierra were talking about uh, that he's like pretty famous for what he does, and and then we saw on your guys' show that you guys had him, so I thought that was really cool. Yeah, yeah, he's an amazing young man. Uh, we're we're doing our best to kind of like, you know, just just be his homie, and you know, if he needs to tap into some older older people that you know maybe are, are on their own journeys too, but want to do a little mentorship, want to do you know, just look out for him and just be his friend, man, because. He's an exceptional young kid, man, and, like, I wish I was, when I was 13, I was, you know, that educated and that, you know, interesting, and, and just everything about him is just is just really amazing, so, yeah, Vincent's the homie, I can't say enough good words about that young man. Yeah, not only that, it's like, when I was that age, I wish I had people to look up to, I wish I had, like, positive male role models that weren't that that we're just out in the out in the world. It's that's that's something that I'm not sure Ray ever really had any of that too, especially those who were trying to better their lives and like not really only think of themselves. So that's what that's kind of what where personally I I'm, I'm sure Ray could feel the way is trying to do with this and it's like we just wanna be there for him, we just wanna be positive role models, but we don't wanna come off as preachy. We just wanna be this guy's friend. Right. Um what other who do you wish if you had to pick one other guest to have on the show, who would it be? Kendrick Lamar. Ooh. I want to introduce Shia LaBeouf real bad, man. Uh, even though he got caught up in some like BS lately, I just I think it would be really interesting to pick that dude's brain and like just I don't know. He's real misunderstood, so like I think it would be it'd be interesting to ask him some questions that maybe dug a little deeper and figured out who he really was. Cause I don't know. I don't think anyone really knows or understands him at all. That'd be someone that I think would be interesting to talk to. Yeah. Get some like behind the scene stories about the movie holes or something like that. <laughs> Bro, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll find out. Behind the scenes stories about him partying in that red. Bro, that's what we really want. <laughs> yeah. We want to know why he was on that cook-up's couch. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, what other topics do you guys wish to talk about on your show? Um, I feel like we've done a good job at like keeping it open and like kind of letting the conversations go wherever they need to. But me and River have already already talked about like getting in experts on different fields. So like maybe a health professional, maybe someone that's you know done uh, been in like criminal justice or knows the law really well or former police officers or something like just like specific topics to talk about with experts but i don't know man i don't i don't really like to like be like i want to talk to a guest because they can talk about multiple things not because they're just like they can only talk about one specific topic so 
I think it, it's it's cool to like find the middle ground of that and be like you know someone that can carry on a conversation and talk about ten different things but they they're well knowledge in one specific subject so um, but I know like we did an MMIW awareness uh, podcast and I would love to do another one of those kind of in the future when when uh, when that lines up and yeah I think there's a few. There's a few different causes and ideas that me and River have slowly started to make that we're going to keep kind of keep in the back of our minds to continue. Because we got, it's a long journey and we have a lot of time to be able to, to, uh, to tell stories. So right. a lot of different stuff. Uh, so my saying is like, if one of us succeeds, we all succeed because I mean, the reason why I have you on you guys on the show specifically was you know, if more Native American people make their own podcasts or YouTube channels, it's like it opens doors for the rest of us. And so do you guys believe like in that type of saying or something like or idea? Bro, we literally have a saying called if we eat, everybody eat, bro. So that means like the team behind us eats like that means that the people that believe in us from the jump eat. That means, you know, like our parents eat like so it's like. We, we we started our own like podcast network so that we could bring other along other indigenous podcasters and kind of give them the hang of everything that they're doing and or like that we're doing and try to you know pass on knowledge we don't we're not trying to make a bunch of money off of anyone we're just trying to do it because we love podcasting and we love like connecting with other people and there's so many stories out there everyone has a story right that's me and rivers kind of like motto so yeah man that resonates with us like crazy bro like why don't why don't we all take over the, the media networks together, you know? Like, it doesn't just have to be one person. Like, one person's got to knock the door down. Right. But everyone else, pull everyone back with you, you know? And that that's something that doesn't get lost on me and River. Like, it's it's not just, we're not just trying to do this to blow up and get famous and forget about everything, right? Right. We're trying to make sure that we create something bigger than ourselves. Do you, do you think that the public uh, gives, holy shit, do you think the public kind of gives too much attention to podcast podcasters who only do it for fame and money and are they're not as you know they don't have journeys or stories like us yeah but i feel like too like some some people can interpret what we're doing as the same thing like just because you know we interview bigger guests or you know we try to try to keep it kind of open so sometimes people question our ideas or or what we're trying to do so uh, i don't think it's not for me it's like i don't really feel like i want to like comment on anyone else's like journeys because that's how they're going to tell their stories you know right and and that's their story to tell so it's kind of like a weird middle ground that i'm in because i'm like yo like i think it's dope that everyone's i I want everyone to do a podcast and and would i wish that everyone's reasons are for like the good you know, good, wholesome, bring everyone together, yes. But I'm also aware and I realize that other people want to do podcasts to get famous or to pop off. And, like, that's cool with me. Like, do your thing. Like, I'm exci- I'll am i be excited for you. I'll cheer you on regardless. So that's, like, my – that's that's the way I see it. I think River and me kind of are aligned with that a lot and those ideas because we know what it's like from both sides. Um. So there are there's a growing number of indigenous influencers on TikTok. Uh, do you think this is do you think those are the voices we need in order to break out more? I feel like they have their 
like we can't put ourselves in like a box of like one thing anymore. Right. It would be nice to like, realistically, we all want influencers and, and social media people that are like in the streets, you know, like doing doing the, the, the cultural work, doing their identity work, working through all those systems. But the, the reality is that some people just aren't there. And for me, it's like, I've t- I used to be like, no, like, you need to do this and you need to do that. And like, I've taken a step back and be like, look, same thing as I was kind of saying before, like, everyone's on their own journey. And I don't know what what the best representation looks like. Right. But I know that I see indigenous people. And I want them to succeed regardless of their intentions. So I hope their intentions are pure, of course. But I'm done. I'm done pulling down other indigenous people. Because it's just it's tiresome dog like it's 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 too heavy to carry that burden for me anymore right i don't want to i don't want to have to worry about what they're doing or how they're doing it like if you're indigenous and you're out there and you're you're doing something regardless of is for you or for others like you have a fan in me i guess but i don't know river what you think bro um what's the question again sorry uh so there is a growing number of tick of indigenous tiktokers do you think that this is the voice that we need in order to break out more? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Me and Ray got a little concussion brains here. We play sports and hit our head a lot. So, very short attention span. Um, I lost yeah, a couple of brain cells myself. Down. I feel like they have their place, and that is good. There is a representation for us, but it shouldn't stop there. And it's not their job to do it necessarily but it's everybody's job as indigenous people everybody can contribute to something for the better but we're still going to need indigenous lawyers we're still going to need indigenous doctors we're still going to need indigenous people in parliament we're still going to need indigenous people at the white house just because they they have to dismantle these systems that are so much against us that 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 colonize us that that are assimilated to us and so yeah everybody should everybody has something positive to contribute and i guess if tiktok gets i guess our people in the limelight then by all means but it shouldn't stop there well if you guys are looking for an indigenous lawyer give me six years and i'll be there i'll be there (laughs) All right. Um. So this is where I grill. This is I like to grill my guests. I don't know why, but I just do. So some reservations in the U.S. they don't even have running water. And how do you think we as indigenous influencers could help? You know what it is? Money. Right. Is that of that too is 
Um, my nation, we were on the oil uh, water advisory until 2013. So some days I did clean water. Sometimes brown deuce would be squirting out of the fountain, man. And I'm just like, well, shit, you know what I mean? And it wasn't until we applied, the nation applied for these grants, and we, we now have a multi-million dollar water plant that is uh that that the water is a lot better than even some towns so we definitely have to put more resources into the into this right um i think river yeah river hit it on the nail on the head man we gotta we gotta think of outside ways to start to you know get that clean drinking water man what does that look like right because if we if we're relying on on the government like especially up here in canada bro like justin trudeau like seven years ago promised us that we'd have clean drinking water on every reservation in canada right he he's lied, dude he so it's like october 2020 we all yeah, have so so i don't think it's not up to him to fix our problems anymore it's 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 about us. It's about what we can do, right? As, as indigenous people and as indigenous influencers, it's 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 about I think that that support of one another so that we can so that we can amplify everyone's voice and everyone can start talking about these issues and and not feel scared to talk about indigenous issues or, or be called out. And then we can start to generate because we need eyes, right? We need real eyes on us to be like, hey, this because. You ask anyone out there, hey, is it wrong that there's not there's not proper drinking water for everybody in the in Canada? Yes, they're gonna agree with you, right? But they don't know. They don't. They haven't seen what what life on the reserve is like. We need to get that that those eyes out there. We need to start drumming up real interest in what we're doing on the on the reserve, and we can't rely on the government to 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 bail us out anymore. Yes, uh, definitely agree here. Uh, when so I talked about also missing murder indigenous women on a previous episode and I talked about the factors that kind of contribute to the murders and missing and the missings of indigenous women what do you guys think are some factors that kind of make the make it worse I think that we don't respect our women anymore and we don't we don't hold them into a sacred light how are we supposed to, as men, like as men, it's our, it's not our fault, but it's our problem, and we need to, we need to start to protect our women and and to look at them in a different light because for too long we've we've let them be we've let them be murdered we've let them go missing right that's us that are doing a lot of, a lot of times that's us that are you know letting our friends abuse their 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 wives or their you know their family members or we're 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 feeding into that and as men we need to we need to occupy a safe space so the women can exist inside that space do you know what i'm saying right and feel safe in, in their own space like i could never imagine walking down the street and being scared that someone was going to take me or like someone was going to murder me or or i was going missing or i can't walk out at night but that's a reality for for tons of indigenous women like at, a, at an extremely high rate so what can i do personally like I can start to create safe spaces and start to openly speak about keeping women safe. Like, I think that, that that's really important and that's something I can do personally. But also, too, yeah, just getting awareness out there and, and you know, like, keeping keeping the idea of, like, that it's not okay to do that. 
it, it's not safe. It, they're not safe out there, and we need to change that drastically. So. Yeah, can I ask that question again? Uh, yeah, so what do you think are some factors that contribute to Indigenous women going missing or being murdered? And I'm glad that you brought up uh, Pocahontas and the film. I talked about that in a other episode, the fetishization that they did for her in the movie. Just the simple fact that they didn't give her shoes. They didn't give her clothing that really covered her arms or legs or even her chest. Do you think that has kind of made Native indigenous women look even more as a, as a, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh a target yeah it's, it's definitely sexualized women in a way that that is not right right like they romanticize like especially in hollywood and movies and stuff like that they romanticize the hollywood indian right and, and right. the hollywood indigenous woman and yeah that that can trigger some people that can that can make some people feel very uneasy about their situations and that needs to yeah that just needs to like straight up stop like um, I, I was just having a conversation literally as this is going on about about what what happens, and, and that that's something that that we don't even necessarily bring up or talk about. And when we do, it's like, oh, we're being soft. Oh, you know, like this culture nowadays is so PC, and you know, they're they're offended by everything. But it's like, no, like that is seriously fucking wrong. And and if the, if somebody has a problem with it, then they're the problem too, because that it's. We're, we're beyond that now, you know, like there's people out there that are still able to get away with the things that they are doing because we have these systems in place and it's wrong. So straight up, it needs to change, bro. Right. And, you know, the crazy thing is when I talked about that issue where some people were saying, oh, she's just a Disney princess or it's just a movie, you're taking it too deep. What, it, what, what do you think causes them to go to that kind of reaction? Just because they've just been desensitized, they've been desensitized to 
those types of things, right? So it, it's been, how do I put this? Yeah, it's just straight up been desensitized. So now we don't we don't think it's a big deal when like a when the real story is that a thirteen year old like a girl was stolen by like a twenty six year old white man. You know, like right. but in the story it's like, oh, it's a pretty love story and she falls in love you know, like right. that's wrong. <laughs> so it's yeah, it's just it's become it's become normalized and and having conversations like this are extremely important because we're showing that it's not normal for us as, right. as men sitting in a space like this, right? It's not normal. It's not okay for us. We don't think it's okay. Why should they? And if right. you do, then you need to take a deeper reflection into what it is that you're talking about and or at least validate someone else's feelings about how they feel about it. Because if somebody else is feeling like this, I would never tell them that they should feel a certain way. If they're offended, you're offended. I, I, I respect that about you, and I will take a step back and look at it from a different lens. Right. So... Um, uh, so going, so there are very little tribal laws protecting indigenous trans women. Why do you think that this is and what should happen in order to protect these women? going back to what you said about the boarding school like you know for i was taught that it has created a cycle the people that were in the boarding schools after they were let out or after they kind of i guess you could say graduated or whatever they when they were out in the world you know they had they were you know because of some of the traumatic events that happened in the schools they self-medicated with alcohol or drugs and you know, it's led to a cycle to where then they, you know, the abuse and everything, it le leads to them seeing, having their children see that and then they grow up with traumatic events and then it just keeps going on and on. And so, you know, we're starting to see that in order to break those type of cycles, we have to, you know, of course, 
figure out our mental stabilities and everything like that and our behavior. And so, uh, do you guys, you know, do you guys know, like, of any way, you know, or any type of therapy that could be used to kind of end those cycles or anything like that? Right. Right. And it has for a millennia, for thousands, thousands of years, tens of thousands of years. And that's that. That's just what I believe in, though, is because I feel the best when I'm when I'm home, when I'm in the res, when I'm out behind my house, and I'm doing like whatever I want, and or else when I'm fishing, when I'm hunting. That's when I feel that sense of this is what my ancestors did. Ancestors did. This is what my people did for thousands of years when you're out picking berries when you know like just grabbing sage in the hills or something so yeah personally i think that's what it is and we have to realize that whether we like it or not all the pressure is on us right now it's it's on our generation to lead this other generation to stop these cycles these abusive cycles that have been going on and on and it has to stop with us more than anything right now, especially if we want our children and our nieces and nephews and grandchildren to have a much better life than we have because to this day we face a lot of racism and we still face a lot of prejudice, but we, in a sense that we have to think beyond ourselves, we have to make this world better, a better place for the youth after us. And that, that should be the main goal for a lot of Indigenous people. Yeah, And I would say too, like, one thing that, that River's talking about, you know, it's up to our generation to lead the next, but it's also up to us to to do that own healing work so that we can forgive the ones that came before us, right? Because right. they were, they were, you know, they had to go through all those traumatic experiences so we could, we could flourish. Right. And we need to remind ourselves of that. One thing that I did is I, I sat down and I learned my mom's story, you know? Because, uh, because my mom was, was very absent for me as a child. And uh, it took me a lot of learning and unlearning behaviors that, you know, I, I had, you know, abandonment issues and anger and, and hurt. And, and it took me to look inside myself to be able to forgive her and understand her and where she came from. So not only is it that we have to look out for the youth, but we also have to thank the ones and understand the ones that came, came before us, man, because they endured the ultimate, right? That they... they, they They've suffered a lot harder than we had to. And, and that's something that doesn't get lost on me. So, Well, thank you for sharing that personal story. You know, some for some of us, it's really hard to share that. But uh, indigenous, indigenous men are murdered at a higher rate than indigenous women. Why do you think that is? We don't, we don't, we don't value ourselves as men anymore. We don't, we don't take care of ourselves. We don't take care of our mental health, our... Our physical health we're, we're disconnected from our culture um, there's a lot of issues that, that play into that man I got I got a lot of people in my life that are lost in a system you know that, that, that they can't get out of that they don't see the, any light at the end of it and uh, that's hard you know like it's hard how do you how do you teach someone to value their life right or they're, right. they're, it's, it's not an easy thing so it's not coming from a judgment place, you know. It's just coming from an understanding of seeing it on a day-to-day basis. And I, I would say, yeah, man, it's just it, it takes it takes a special 
a special kind of person to, to walk that road and then get out, you know, like, and thankfully I've had some mentors in my life that have showed me that, you know, I don't need to go down that path and that, that that's not for me, but not everyone has those positive male role, role models in their life to gear, gear them the other way. So I would say, you know, lack of role models is another thing. Ma- positive male reinforcement is, is, is extremely valuable for other men. Right. Right. And having that circle and connecting with each other as men, like there's nothing more powerful than that. Yeah. To connect with other men on that level. And we like once you get past the stigma of that, it's powerful, man. Like me and River are locked into some really, you know, great men that in our lives that, that nurture us and guide us and, and give us a lot of love. And I think that that would help out a lot of other men if they were really to just, you know, try if they want to try to break the cycle to to just connect with other men and, and make healthy spaces for men for sure yeah the, that's the thing too is uh toxic masculinity is like essentially what it is and we have to realize that it's okay for boys for men to cry it's okay for boys to feel feelings to be hurt there's nothing wrong with that at the end of the day we're only human and it's that that's what it goes down to but it's just this culture and everything goes honestly everything goes back to the colonization this is most of what we're doing right now is not how we've lived and for one example is you you look at how we how we had matriarchal societies that those are our societies as indigenous people is the is the woman-led and that a decision wouldn't be made unless a woman gave the go-ahead to do it and you look at today almost every society almost every government on earth is patriarchal and we we can't keep doing that especially if we want to go back to our roots and yeah there's nothing wrong with showing some femininity in a male it's it's normal We, we all have it and we, we all have that masculine, masculinity too. You just have to, you have to find balance. It, it, when, when you come to over-masculine as a man, then that's when shit hits the fat. Damn. You guys said it better than I ever could. Uh, where do you guys see your podcast in the future? We're kind of getting to the last couple of questions. Oh, on top of billboards, and not because we want to blow ourselves up in that way, but because we believe in the stories of other people and, right. and the journey of all of us. There's, there's no limit to, to the things that we're going to be capable of doing. But the, the good part about it is that me and River stay grounded in our ideas that it's not about us, right? Like the, 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 the fame and the, the deals and everything else will be a broad byproduct because we're, we're really trying to like put our, put our good intentions and our good heart into these things. So if you're asking me what I see it doing, I see it being one of the biggest podcasts in the world because I believe in myself and I believe in River and I believe the people around us. But more than anything, I feel like it's, it's just going to keep growing because of everything around us, like the people that come on and share their stories and the, the, the people that tune in and, and, and want to hear those stories and, and just – like if you watch our podcast, it's 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 all about us trying to connect something bigger, like to connect to something bigger. We don't sometimes we don't know what it is, 
but it's there and I can feel it and River can feel it too and, and it makes us feel good and excited and sometimes it gets us sad and scared but it's something that I think is really important and I think that as we keep growing more people will understand what that is that that sense of connection that that we try to share with each other with the guests and each other and our audience so but that's where I see it um but I'm also I'm also okay with it. It, it, it like me and River already got everything done that we ever could have wanted like we, we we've had people stop us and say hey man like I related to that story that Jason Shakita told hey I related to when Adam Beach was talking about fame and not knowing how to deal with it or I connected to that song that Tia Wood sang like that's enough for me that's already good like I'm already everything past that is just like now it's just fun bro like I just I straight up enjoy what I do and not a lot of people can can find a hobby that that really takes them to that level and, and thankfully I've been blessed to do that so mm. that's what I see that's how I see it man but I don't know about what River thinks too I think probably the same thing but yeah no like exactly like what Ray said it's like we got all those stories but like why stop there if we can do it on a worldwide level especially with indigenous people all across the world with that, that, that those people can feel that those people can hear our stories and what like me and Ray think is like as long as one person listens to our podcast that evening and they walk away with a new perspective or feeling some, some type of positivity after Washington we feel like we've done our job and where do I feel like we're going to go with this? I don't know that's sky's the limit I mean it's it really is I feel like we can do anything like we're all we already have a thousand thousands of ideas to go off this podcast right now there's so much that we can do with this with this podcast we can branch out and we can do whatever we want so yeah why would we stop here when stuff is going so well right Right. And, you know, just to compliment your guys' listeners, you know, you can definitely tell that they chime in. They can tell that you guys are genuine about what you guys do and what you guys talk about. And so, you know, that's why I brought you on this podcast because my podcast was because I only want when I bring a guest on, it's because I can tell that they're genuine and I can tell that they believe in what they say and they believe in the cause that they're fighting for. And so I think it's great what you guys are doing. And I think it's great that what you guys talk about, and it's definitely been a great discussion of what you guys have said today. So, and that's, but I just want to say man, much love and, and thank you for, for letting us come on your space, man. Like, I think it's important that we connect with other indigenous podcasters, with other content creators, with other, people and just have these conversations because you never know where they're going to go and you never know what you're going to feel but I always know that like when I get on when an indigenous person asks to interview me and River I we will never say no we might we might not like we, we were running on Indian time today and we had to reschedule and we're so sorry about that but just to even just to be able to sit down and share space with another indigenous creator man it, it means a lot to me like I, it never gets lost on me and uh, I'm always feeling blessed and honored when people want me to come do their show because I think it's 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 like damn like you know that they really think about us in that way so it means a lot bro like like no, no cap that that's that's really special that you said that man and 
Uh, I'm really excited for you and everything you're doing, man. I'll, I'll, you'll have a fan in me. I'll keep up on your podcasts and, and uh, watch as much as I can. And then hopefully, yeah, man, we'll be able to do something, you know, collaborative in the, in the future too. And, and uh, just keep moving the needle, man, and keep pushing Indigenous podcasts for all. And why not? Why, you know, they got CNN, they got Fox News. Right. They got all those those uh, those stations. Why don't, why don't they got an Indigenous podcasting network that runs 24-7? That right. And that's 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 where I see it. That's what I see that we're all capable of together. So I just wanted to throw that in there, man. Much love, bro. I'll let River uh, finish it off. But I'm gonna let you go. Thank you so much for this, bro. Thank you for being on here. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just like what Grace said. I just want to say thank you for giving us this opportunity again. Sorry, the whole Indian time thing. Like, um, I had class. I think it was great that you guys you know what you said about my on my show today was toxic masculinity i will you know i think it's great that you know both of you you know talked about that you know and so i would like to see that more on your guys's show but other than that i think you guys do a great job what you guys speak on about your show and who you bring on so i think that's all i could say But I do want to say I was I was like, God, you know, they're running late. But it was like I was like, this is what I get for being late to my graduation, late to my eagle feather ceremony. I was like, damn, like now I know how it is. <laughs> just kidding. Man, it's just Indian time. We're right. Uh, where where can my listeners find your guys's podcast? And then also I just want to say that you can find them on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, everything else. So that's another way if you guys want to listen just to the audio. But last thing, this is just because my show is supposed to be a radio show. Trying to be the first indigenous Apple Radio music host. So uh, you guys get to pick song of the week. Just any song that you guys have been listening to recently or whatever. But... Let me look through these playlists. <laughs> Just Do you want something new or old? It does not matter. I, I, 
done. Write this down. Uh, you know what? I'm, 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 I'll play something by uh, Max Miller. No. Oh. No, no, no. Please don't let my phone die. Old school. Goodbye, horses by Q Lazarus. Oh. Goodbye, horses. By Q Lazarus. I don't know if you can see it. You, you ever okay. Watch, like, clerks, you got it? Okay, cool. Add it. Yeah. Okay, we got that. And then, uh, so is that official, just one song, or do we want one, or do we want two for? All right, you know what? I'm, 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 I'm going to pick one for Ray. Ray loves Drizzy. Okay, cool. Ray loves Drake. Oh, shit. So. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you guys for being on the show. And I'll let you guys get back to whatever you guys got to do. Send me the recording so I can post this on my platforms. And we will definitely uh, keep in touch. For sure. Awesome. Sounds good. Have a good day. All right. You too. Bye.